welcome to another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. Uh, I'm Ty Turley, and I'm going to use this episode to work through an existential crisis. I hope that's okay, Reed. I didn't warn you. Nope. <laughs> uh, what is that, a callback or something? What? <laughs> oh, we're going to be talking about nope today, but before we get to that, Ty. But my... Do you, oh. You, but... Was I answering your question, or was I talking about the movie? Exactly. Hard but to my say. Ther- my therapist canceled this week, Reed, and I just I need to talk through some stuff. I guess we'll see what we can get through. Okay. Uh, before we get to your trauma, what is your favorite alien movie? My favorite alien movie is definitely... Well, <laughs> I was going to make a joke that it's that movie Prey that came out, but it's not that. Did you watch that one? Of course. Uh, that's a Predator movie. I don't know if you understand. <laughs> but there's an alien in it. No, Alien from the Alien franchise is what I'm talking about. Oh. No, that's not real. I'm joking. That's, yeah, that's not what you were talking about. Okay. Um, interesting. Uh, I mean, Men in Black is my favorite, probably. Oh, that's a good one. That's hilarious. It's uh, hilarious. Mine is from the Alien franchise, though. It's Prometheus. I love that I movie. Knew. I knew you were going to say that one. I knew it. I'm so predictable. Or maybe no, this I... is our 115th episode and we just know each other's <laughs> favorite movies. Yeah. There's only so many Alien movies. We should watch Men in Black again. It's been, it's been too long for me. Throwback? This should is a commitment. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. In two to five months, fans. <laughs> Assuming we sort some stuff out. I, okay, my, I'm, 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 I, I'm a little hesitant to see what's going to happen on this one. My trauma, apparently, as it was labeled. <laughs> uh, Ty, what did, how did you feel about Nope? Um, it was disappointing to me. Uh, I, I thought, oh, I've thought a lot about it, though. So I wanted to do an episode about it. Uh, I read that he had the actor's watch uh jaws and a couple other movies and he wanted to create this kind of suspense feeling not quite horror but on the edge of horror which makes sense i mean jordan peele definitely operates on that edge that border but i feel like it uh it was missing so oh so i watched jaws actually uh i think i told you that too but um because i wanted to see does does Jaws work better? What makes it work better? And why didn't Nope work? And Jaws has this... Um, it just goes deeper into characters, I think. And it has characters that are very uh, unsettling, but they're very interesting. And you, and they draw you in. They're really good storytellers. They're really... Um, they're kind of quirky, so they're interesting. But uh, they also... Yeah, just more of... Um, I don't know how to say it. They draw you in. Yeah, they draw you in. So I think in Nope, as I've been thinking about it, I just think the characters are too blank. They're not deep enough. And maybe maybe his sister is slightly the exception, but Daniel uh, Kaluuya's character, I just found him very opaque. Well, he's so stoic, right? I mean, there's just like nothing yeah. affects him. He doesn't emote. Yeah. Very little. Um, I can't tell what makes him excited. Well, nothing makes him excited. I can't tell, you know, 
it seems from that very or i can't remember if it's exactly the first scene is it the first scene where they're on set with the horse i think one of the, one no, of the, the first scenes. scenes is his dad getting hit right with the the stuff falling out of the sky but then it's oh, then, yeah. then it goes to the horse on set and he's just so blank he just seems like he hates his job he has no emotion i don't understand that choice i don't i mean is it is it a it must be a character choice i don't think it's inherent to daniel himself he's he's very compelling in other roles yeah so why why do that i don't understand it yeah maybe it is to just allow his sister to be that sort of extreme energy and it that contrast it gets played up that way yeah but you even her you find very little out about her what motivates her you have that car ride when he's bringing her back to the ranch yeah I, I mean, I, I think the the problem I had with this movie is there are just like some very loosely connected stories and like all of the stuff with Steven Yuen's character and the chimpanzee on set. Like, I don't know, maybe it's a metaphor for us in nature, but I just thought like showing it and then showing it again with like a little bit more detail wasn't very interesting to me. And And then I think like the biggest... I don't know, like the early scare is a total red herring. It's the the kids in the alien masks that like, I, maybe he wanted to build tension at that moment, but I don't know if it, if it doesn't turn out to be anything, it's hard for me to then be like, oh, like, let me stay engaged and see what the real, the real thing is. Well, there's no real, in a, in a horror sense, in a horror movie sense, there's no building of tension and then a scare, I feel like. I mean, maybe except for that one, but even later, it's not like there's a moment where you think they're about to get sucked up into the air by the alien, and then they get sucked up in the air by the alien. You don't expect them to get sucked up in the air by the alien, right? So then you're, so then when it happens, you're, it's not, it wasn't a scare. It yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't a something you were afraid of that came true. It's just, it's just a action. It's an action film, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, it does. It felt very um, like it missed opportunities to make me feel things. And then they have the, I mean, obviously the main final scene where they're trapping it that also, yeah, it just felt very uh, formulaic. Maybe, maybe it's because we don't see them exactly planning it or uh, there's just not enough clues to anticipate it in a way that makes it pay off. Well, yeah. And then the, I mean, the aliens, like a geometric repeating pattern. I mean, it's not really an organic it's, I don't know. Is, is that compelling that the ship is the alien? There's nothing. I mean, that, that's all it is. There's nothing inside of it. There's no little green men. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if that really pays off for me. Um, the scene where all of those people watching the show get sucked up and then it flies over the house and it just rains blood. I thought was visually amazing and disgusting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go more with the disgusting. I don't know. What's the point of that? Well, yeah, like because I guess he dropped. Obviously, the dad died by this alien ship dropping stuff over their ranch, you know, in the past. Yes. So why is the alien drawn to that house? Why? Why is that where they want to drop stuff? Like you're asking me or you're, <laughs> you're that's asking. a rhetorical question, I guess. I don't think, you oh, know, I don't have any idea. I wish like, I knew. If there, was something there was... in, yeah. if there was something in the earth there that the alien wanted or needed, like, I, like what's the conflict? But is this alien sentient? 
is it, I don't know, just hard to feel as engaged with it or interested in it. Yeah, totally. We don't know what it wants. We don't know why it's doing it. There's things aren't motivated by character. I mean, I use that loosely. An alien ship thing can have a desire still. It could have a want. We just don't understand it or know it. And, and you're right about, I mean, the child star on the set, everyone gets killed by the monkey is so weird. And then it has the shoe that stands up straight. That's in his museum later that, um, I've read Jordan Peele saying he's going to, it's because it's part of a bigger story that he hasn't explained yet. So part of it, maybe some of us, some of these things that we don't understand, like why the ship's there, maybe they're going to come out in a sequel. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not, but, I'm not mad at that, but it's just like, make, make this a complete story. Or, a, or yeah, make this a, a motivated, compelling story where I understand stakes. Yeah. I, I did think the, the scene with the TMZ reporter was very interesting where like, they weren't talking. I liked that total mirror helmet. I thought that was cool. And this like drive. I mean, multiple people die because they have to capture this alien on film. It's this compelling need. Multiple people? Who else? The, the cinematographer. Cinematographer and the TMZ guy. Yeah. I That's interesting because the TMZ interaction stood out to me as it felt like the level of acting was so bad in that scene. I just was like, oh, I'm out. I'm done. I don't care about this film. I thought I, it just feels maybe like one of their sketch comedy things. Like it, it felt so stilted, so unreal. Yeah. I hated it. I hated that interaction. Uh, I'm, I forgot that I hated it so much. Okay. Sorry to trigger that trauma. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out. Okay. You're right. Uh, and that oh, I, I guess, did. And then, I did like his electric bike, though. That was sweet. That's what yeah. I want. I want one of those. That's, that's cool. I, and I guess the other person we haven't really talked about is the like Fry's electronics worker that gets kind of sucked in and <laughs> then has to just stay there. But I thought he was good. I thought he was very funny and had. Like, I thought he had energy to his character. Yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, he was fine. He didn't have a. Huge part, obviously. But yeah, he was good. Yeah. Are there, I mean, are there things you liked about this movie? Well, the landscape was nice. I think the visual of those, of those air balloon dummies had potential to be interesting. Just the motif of, you know, they used it in, like at the movie theater where I go, they had them in the lobby. I mean, I get it. Like, I don't know. I, I like that. I kind of like the, Thinking of that as a visual motif, it's a fun one, and to see the valley full of them—that's a very mild thing that I liked. But it's what I got for you. Okay, I, I mean, you would rate—no, uh, I would rank Jordan Peele's movies. Each subsequent one I've liked less, right? Like, yes, Get Out is human, compelling, so creepy and interesting, and so it's just—I mean, it's hard to chase that high. I think. Well, is it hard? I I mean, he could do it. I don't know. I, <laughs> he'll come out with a... I bet it's someday he'll come out with one that's better. But it might be a while. We'll see. It's, it is hard to do it because it was so good. But it's just the principles of storytelling, right? I mean, I don't think it's rocket science. He's just moved away from doing things that where the character... The characterization is good. 
The plotting is good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not giving up on him yet. He might come through. Uh, no, I'll definitely go see his movies. I mean, it was, I think, visually interesting. And you've thought about this movie since then, haven't you? Like, it, it, it leaves yeah. you with some, some thinking. Well, most, yes, but. <laughs> all, all movies do? No, not all movies. This one is striking to me in how flat the demeanor of the protagonist is. And it's bothered me. Why would you why would you do that? Why would you let your protagonist do that? Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I know this is like tropey and like maybe a little winking, but him showing up on the horse at the end and like standing sideways like he's in a western, I thought was pretty ridiculous. What does that mean? Wait, I don't remember. He, like like the dust cloud is blowing by and you just see him standing at the entrance of the park on a horse. Oh, it's and a, like it's and a, he's it's a, and he's not coming in to see him. He's just, like no one would just sit sit there. Yeah, okay, I see. He's recreating a shot from a western. Kind, I mean, I, I don't know the shot, but it just feels like that. It like doesn't feel. Why wouldn't he ride in to talk to his sister, make sure she's okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because he because he feels no human emotion because he's <gasps> maybe he's an alien. Oh, that could be it. What? I like that they say the name of this movie. Several. I mean, it's like a a common word, so like it's not it's not clear in present danger where the president says that, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. But like what? Like when they're in the van and they're just like, nope, nope. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fun. It is fun. I agree. Uh, all right, Ty. What are you gonna rate? Nope, out of five. Oh, I'm giving it a uh, two. Okay, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Yeah. I accept that. Good, good. Yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> uh, what else have you been watching, reading, or listening to? Well, I watched Abbott Elementary. Do you watch that? Uh, yeah, I watched the first season when it came out, I don't know, earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. I, I was surprised. I mean... People I, love I'm it. Surpri- really? Yeah. Well, I know it won the Emmy, didn't it? For Yeah, she won for writing, I think. It feels to me like it's kind of a, uh, I mean, I, I like it. I was going to say derivative. It, it feels like they're redoing the same winking at the camera thing. As The Office? Like they're just using that yeah. mockumentary style? Yeah. Yeah. I think that bothers me a little bit because it's like, it's just not how any documentary is. Like there's no documentary like that, right? Well, they do. Yeah. I mean, they do the explicit framing device of saying there actually is a documentary crew here. Which is different, but and kind of weird. But yeah, you're right. If that's true, then no one does. No one. Well, it, it's weird to me that they would make that they would say that explicitly because exactly what you said. If it really were a real documentary crew, people would not act like this. Why? Yeah. So why make that claim? Why not just? Why not just know that this is you, you know a genre that people understand. You don't have to. You don't have to claim that. Well, I mean, The Office. Claims it was a real documentary, and in the like the last season, they watch a documentary about The Office come out. Oh, I didn't make it to the last season. I did not know that. Yeah, but like Modern Family also used that framing device, but I don't think that was like like they have camera one on one interviews with the camera. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they say it's a documentary. I think they just it's just a TV show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's good. I, I mean, I think there are some funny parts. Yeah, there are definitely funny parts. 
it, yeah. it they have really strong good characters. I'm glad that the the supporting actress won the Emmy because I think she's so good in it. She's my favorite. What have you been watching, Reed? Yeah. Uh, so I have loved the show Andor. Have you watched that on Disney Plus? And, and oh no. Uh, show run by and written by Tony Gilroy, who wrote a little movie Michael Clayton that you might have heard about before from me. <laughs> okay. And okay. The Born Legacy, the Jeremy Renner one that I think is actually pretty good. Uh oh. Puts you in a small category. Cool, cool. <laughs> but it's um, there's no. Jedi, it's about the guy, just as he's joining the Rebellion, they kill people in a Star Wars show. Just like, he straight up murders a cop. No spoilers, Uh, Reed. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I think you can handle it. Okay. I mean, yeah, it would. Star Wars shows are a tough sell for me, so if it's... Truly, this is is different. It feels different. It has a... it, it's like that spy vibe and they're doing an interesting structure where every three episodes is kind of a self, like a story in his progression into the rebellion. So they just finished this, the second set of episodes. I know. Okay. So good. All right. Sounds good. I'll check it had it um, the, uh, from the bear, it had cousin, the guy who says cousin all the time, Ebon Moss Backrat. He's in yeah. it. He's good. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll check it out. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. Yeah. I'm Ty Turley, and this this was good. I think we made some real progress today. Happy for you. Me too. Bye. Bye. Bye.